All right, the new year is almost here, everybody. The Rise of Skywalker is in theaters. Yes, and uh, resolutions are right around the corner, so uh, let's get into it. Star Wars Month! Happy Monday, everybody. This is the Super Swole Bros, and it is December 30th. It is the end of 2019. We're about to be going into 2020. We have a few things to talk about before that happens. Yes, uh, yes, we do. We also will have an episode coming out on January 1st. It's going to be a short one, kind of like our Christmas Day episode. Uh, but, you know, the, you'll have to wait for that. Um, so, before we do anything, why don't you start us off with a Star Wars fact, Isaac? Okay, okay. Here's one, here's one. Uh, this is like Legends continuity, okay. but you know how before they had lightsabers, they used regular swords, right? Yeah, I actually didn't know that for a very long time. Oh, okay. So yeah, so before they had actual lightsabers, they used just regular swords. Okay. And then they had proto lightsabers, which is basically a lightsaber, but like a a wire and a battery pack you attach to your belt. Yeah, all right. I've seen sketches of proto lightsabers. Okay. But the people who developed the modern lightsaber were actually the Sith, because they were all about making better weapons while the Jedi were, like, playing catch-up, basically, because they were all about okay. monks and stuff. Now, so you said this is Legends now. It's yes. no, no longer canon. As far as I know, that particular con- continuity is no longer canon. Okay, so do, do we know what the canon is now? I mean, I'm sure that might be somewhere. Like in the comics, but there's a lot of comics that I haven't gotten to yet because there's just, just so many. Yeah, no, understandable. You know, maybe so. If anyone knows what the actual canon is now for the lightsabers, uh, who first made them? Yeah, uh, let us know. Uh, leave us a voice message because uh, I'd really like to know. So would I. I have a lot um, of knowledge that's technically now not canon. So yeah, like, it's obsolete now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so why don't we talk a little bit about New Year's resolutions? It's right around the gotcha. corner. Um, and I know a lot of people make resolutions. Uh, do you actually keep them? That's a totally different story. I mean, technically I did. I'm still working out. Yeah, yeah, you did. Um, so I kind of wanted to talk about that and how to help kind of keep a resolution. More specifically, we'll, we'll gear it more towards like gym and fitness. Um, but the first one uh, is kind of can be geared towards anything, and that is make an achievable goal in your resolution. Um, I find it really interesting that a lot of people will put down a goal as something kind of insane like you, you know what i mean like yeah okay yeah I, I know what you're trying to say like they'll they'll make a goal but then not realize it's going to take a very long time to reach it yes or they'll make a goal that just isn't either financially or physically feasible for them in the time frame in the time frame um god i know one person uh years and years and years ago she said she was going to lose 20 pounds within the first two months <laughs> i mean you could do that you just put yourself at a very yeah it's unhealthy a, lifestyle yeah but she also didn't take any of the steps towards it and when she only lost one pound within the first, like, two months or something, she became discouraged and just stopped trying. So, try to make the goal achievable. If you're trying to lose weight, do something simple. Maybe one to two pounds each month. Um, yeah, like, make it, like, 
multi-tiered goals. Yes. Like for this first week, I'm just going to go to the gym once. And then next week, I'm going to go to the gym twice. And then yeah. keep building on it and going further and further. And especially when it comes to uh, weight loss, a lot of people just have like a specific target weight in mind. When that's a great thing to shoot for, don't get me wrong, but make it realistic. Uh, I actually have heard, again, the most... Uh, I'm trying to think of the right way to say this. The best way to go about hitting a target weight is to put the small increments per month. So again, one to two yeah. pounds lost this month, five pounds lost the next month, things like that. And also, whenever you're able to overshoot that goal for each month, it makes you feel a lot better and you're going to want to continue to push yourself. Um, yeah, like the more successes you have, the more success you're going to want to keep going. Yeah. Well, if you make a hard goal that you just can't reach, it discourages you. Yeah, and I mean, we'll talk about what our resolutions are going to be in uh, the next episode for New Year's Day. Oh, I need to pick some. <laughs> um, and, you know, and we will talk about how we're planning on achieving those. Again, it's going to be a short episode, so don't worry too much about it. But uh, why don't you go ahead and give me another resolution uh, way to keep it. Well, like, if, if you're going for, like, a physical fitness type resolution, I think a good thing to do is... Bring a buddy. Like, that's something people will, will always tell you, but it's something that will always be true. Yeah. When you can bring a friend, either someone who knows more than you, who's helping you, or even when you're the one helping them, either situation, both parties are more motivated. E- either way, you're being pushed. Yeah, either way, both people benefit from that. Yeah. One um, more than others, like me more than Brad at this <laughs> point, but... Yeah, and also, um, the more that... You're able to push each other, the better you're going to feel about it, honestly. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. I mean, again, the when I first started working out, I started working out kind of at night with a former coworker of mine who kind of helped push me. Um, and then as I started working out alone... Um, you said finding your own... Yeah, I started finding my own thing. And I did push myself, but it I do push myself more when I work out with people. I've noticed that, like... When I work out with him, it's usually much more intense because he knows more than me, and he forces me to go work harder than I normally do. Yeah, and then I force myself to work harder as well. And, like, you know, I've helped you work out. I've helped Ashley work out, one of uh, one of my friends, Ashley. Cat. Um, I've helped Cat work out. Um, I've made workout plans for people. I've helped Jin work out. I still help Jin work out even though he's not here anymore because I send him workout plans every now and then when he asks for them. Um and it helps motivate me because not only am when I make a, make somebody's workout plan, not only am I making the workout plan for them, I'm looking at the exercises and thinking, okay, am I going to make them do something that I haven't done? No. So I got to do these workouts to make sure he that... He has to test them first. Yeah. Um, yeah, and finding a buddy uh, to work out with, I always like it. it. It makes the gym more enjoyable. It does. Like, it's... It's kind of like just hanging out with a buddy, except you're in pain half the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, uh, I will say this, uh, kind of going off of this topic, if you know somebody who goes to a gym, uh, check out their gym. If you haven't signed up for a gym, check out your friend's gyms uh, before you go ahead and sign up for a gym yourself. Um, the reason I say that is at least then you get an idea of what the gym is. Um, because you can go in 
to you know signing up for a gym it's better to know what it is than just going into a random gym and signing up yeah i think you can have like you can have your friends like give you like a guest uh visit so you can work out and see it for yourself if you want to go there yeah some gyms do that um and even some gyms offer like you know a week trial or like a month trial um so like shop around for the gym if you aren't signed up for a gym yet try to find a gym that you yourself are going to be wanting to go to um some gyms have different classes, and that motivates people to go. Some, Some gyms do... Uh, different hours? Yeah, different hours help motivate different you to go. Different facilities. Um, just look into what is going to be right for you and try to find the gym that fits that. Um, another thing kind of going on that is look into programs. And like I said, I've made workout programs for people. Um, so I, I kind of like know how the programs are situated actually when i first started working out i started on a program oh my god i'm trying to remember the trainer's name uh it was a bodybuilding program as 12 week muscle by chris gethin i want to say his name is and i if he hears this podcast and i butcher your name dude i'm sorry but that program whooped me so hard and i loved it it really got me going um, it hurt a lot, but it hurt, but I loved it. Yeah. But it was something that got me into going into the gym and actually using that program is kind of how I started splitting up my days, you know, the chest day with a little bit of shoulder and tricep, you know, this, that, and the other using that program kind of got my mentality for how I do my own programs now. See, before I started regularly working out with Brad, my program was, I'm going to go to the gym, and whatever doesn't hurt, or whatever hurts the least, that's what I'm going to do today. Yeah. And when you find a program, some of them will kind of work like that, especially the starter programs. But I would uh, hope so. When you start getting into the more advanced ones, it's like, I don't care that your chest hurts. You're doing push-ups. You know? That sounds like what you would say. Yeah. Yeah, it does. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, having those programs, um, and there are free ones online. Now, Bodybuilding.com, they again, theirs is a subscription service. When I first started using them, they had free ones, but now they kind of like have previews instead of all of them being free. Um, so if you can afford the subscription service, go for it. But again, there are other websites. Muscle and, Stre- Muscle and Strength, I believe, has, uh, or Muscle and Fitness. They have like some free programs, and I'm sure if you just do some sleuthing on Google, you can find some free programs. Google has all the answers. Yeah, that'll fit for you. Um, so also it helps motivate you by you know exactly what's coming in that week. That is true, and you can better keep track of what you do when yeah. you have it all laid out for you. Exactly, exactly. So just something to keep in mind, and also I will say this: don't do what I did and don't automatically go to an expert program because you get discouraged a lot doing that. Start off at your level. Do not try to push it too hard to start off with or else you will become discouraged and you might, you know, lack a little bit. Basically challenge yourself, but don't kill yourself. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, why don't oh. you uh, give me another one? Oh, here's, here's another one for you. Um, okay. So... I think I mentioned before how they actually have lightsaber fighting a league now. Like, Yeah, yeah, I've looked into some of that, and you've talked about it. Yeah. So, I was looking around more because I'm I'm seriously debating this, guys. I'm seriously debating going and 
doing this because it looks awesome. But there was um, do you know what Hema is? Mm-mm, no. It's a historical European martial arts. Okay. And they okay. teach you like fencing and like sword play, like actual metal sword training. Basically. That's cool. And like how to wear heavy armor, how to use a sword and shield, that kind okay. of thing. And there was a training facility, a HEMA training facility in San Francisco. But the reason that I even clicked onto it was because they had something called a Sun Sword Academy. Okay. They, they had to say Sun Sword because they can't legally say lightsabers. All right. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But it's like they're teaching you all the same techniques as you would learn in one of the regular classes, but like it's with a lightsaber. I'm like, ooh. Do I have time for that? <laughs> do you? That is a good question. <laughs> I was seriously considering it. But yeah, you don't necessarily have to go to a gym. You can just try some new type of physical activity, like even just. Maybe a martial arts class or, like, yeah. yoga. Or... Martial arts classes are pretty good for that. Yeah, honestly, they are. Um, like, you won't get super big, but you will get more fit, for sure. Yeah. And one of the things that we talked about in one of the other podcasts was uh, for doing fitness while you're traveling. Um, even just doing something free, like running or doing those circuits where they have, like, the outdoor equipment you can use for yeah. free. We, we, we touched on this before, but yeah. Yeah. Even doing something like that might help get into it. Um, however... I think finding something that that uh, you're passionate about that you're passionate about that embraces the nerd. I think that would be a little more motivation. You know what's crazy? Mm-hmm. I think like 20 years ago, no one would be brave enough to take that class. Maybe maybe uh, 30. Maybe a few people. Like a very few, but now now so many more people yeah. would go for it, especially with how insanely big Star Wars is. Um. Like, I'm, I'm I'm seriously debating going. Yeah, I actually... I've, I've, I've looked into this financially. I guess there was a website. Uh, I really... Well, you know, maybe in one of the future podcasts, if I can find the website, they have, I guess, classes. Um, so they have classes... Or, sorry. Classes for um, the... Like, an Avengers training program. That would be dope, although I don't think I'd make it through. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, it took me so long to get that out. I'm like trying to think of a million things right now. Um, so, yeah, so an Avengers training class. Come on, train like a superhero. Actually do it. Uh, there's actually another one, um, Superhero Body. Uh, I We follow them on Instagram. Um, he does a lot of weight loss stuff and also like things that are the thing is like to become a superhero which i think is kind of cool yeah it would be nice um but you know again find what you need to get into that helps you stay motivated in the gym or in the fitness uh whatever you choose to do fitness wise um and give yourself those achievable goals all these things together that we just talked about if you combine all these things you will hit your resolution that you want uh, easily, in my opinion. It might take some time, but you'll get there. Definitely. You just gotta be, what's the word, um, consistent about it. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's gonna be true for anything that yeah. we talk about. Be consistent. Um, I'm... <clears throat> yeah. Don't be afraid to take, like, a week off if you need to. Yeah. For anyone who signs up for a Spartan race, uh, they will, they actually send you an option to get, like, a 30-day training program. I Use would take it. it. 
Yeah, that use would absolutely it. Absolutely, do it. I, I I don't I don't remember if it costs money or not, just because I never really signed up for it. But do it. Do what you need to do to hit the resolutions, and you will, you know, be so much happier about it. And we want to hear about some of y'all's resolutions. Call in on Anchor for us, and you know, leave us a message. Let us know what your resolutions are, and we'll talk a little bit about y'all's resolutions. Um, but you know, let's kind of move away from that. Uh, I know you've been just absolutely loving Fallen Order. It is great. And with the Rise of Skywalker out, you know, no spoilers, don't talk about it. I we'll we'll I get won't. into that in another episode yeah. after I see it. <laughs> um, you know, let's talk a little bit about that. So, how is, you know, we t- touched on Fallen Order a little while ago. How is it now? I think that we're kind of good in the spoiler-free zone. I'll, I'll try to avoid my, uh, major spoilers, but it is... I honestly love it. Like, and they they're still updating a few things about it, like giving you more options on customizing your lightsaber, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, like, visually, cinematically, story wise, I have no complaints whatsoever. Even not even gameplay wise. Even though sometimes when I die, I'm frustrated because I have to go all the way back to get my stuff. Yeah, well, and like you were saying, it's Dark Souls esque. Yeah, but my only gripe with the game. Is that it's so short? I want more, but I understand how hard it was to make that. Yeah, and like I, I think my friend, my, me and my friends were talking about this. We said it seems like they took a bunch of things from the Star Wars game they scrapped over the years and just mashed it all into this one into some beautiful work of art. Yeah, well, one thing that kind of worries me because I've heard a few people say that's kind of short. Yeah, it is. One thing that kind of worries me about that is. Are they just making this a game where it's going to be more DLC than game coming up? You know what I mean? I don't think it'll be more DLC than game. If they do make DLC, I will absolutely get it because I yeah. want more. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm paying $60, $70 for the game. Yeah. And then, like, to actually get the full experience, oh, here's another $100 for the DLC. I'm a little worried about that. Um, I haven't seen anything about that yet, though. Then again, I haven't really been yeah. looking into it, so, you know. Well, funny because a lot of people were thinking this game was gonna suck. And yeah, then when it was released, I remember that people were like, "Oh, it's the greatest Star Wars game we've ever played in a while," and we're like, two weeks ago you said it was gonna bomb." Yeah, come on, man. And it's great to have a good Star Wars game again. It is. Um, hopefully, I'll grab it uh, sometime soon. Uh, I'm kind of waiting for New Year's just to get some things in order. You know, we student loans are a thing that need to be paid back, unfortunately. Um, uh, if only we were rich. Yeah, so I'm a little SOL on that uh, category. Um, I've been playing Pokemon uh, Shield. Oh, yeah, I've, I've gotten to the point where I can start, like, breeding better Pokemon. Any oh, re- rocking. Any, any requests, buddy? <sighs> Not that I can think of off the top of my head. I'm sure I will have plenty of requests coming up. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll discuss this later. Yeah. Um, and you've, uh, you've also had a chance to play a little bit of the Warhammer 40k game. I have. Inquisitor Martyr. Yeah, he, he was telling me how a certain class was going to be harder for people. I, I'm playing that's that same class he told me not to play, and I'm loving it. Yeah, it's the Psyker. <laughs> yeah, basically like the mage-ish person. Yeah. 
Um, I kind of, when I started, I actually started on the Psyker, but it's been so long since I played an RPG. I was just kind of like, this is a little bit more than what I bargained for. So I actually swapped over to a, uh, basically like a brute warrior class. Basically the heavy armor guy. Yeah. Which, you know, especially for me, I'm not, I don't really play video games that much. It worked out great because it's just jump in, kill a bunch of people, jump out, done. Yeah. T- to be fair, I am a little on the squishy side for that character. So I do have to like sometimes run around while shooting them. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure as you play more, you'll get like better armor and stuff. We got to play a game together. One of these days. We do, but we don't, um, it's hard to find the time to most of the time that we share, we go to the gym with. Yeah. Maybe and then we do this. Well, maybe we can do that for a live stream. Like just, oh, you yeah, know, me... you jump in on my account or something. We'll figure it level out. Up like crazy. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Um, and there have been, a, like, a bunch of... I feel like this year there were so many good video games. Yeah, like, there um, was... I'm really liking, like, The Outer Worlds. Mm-hmm. That was an RPG game. I still haven't beat it because I have so many other games to go through, but yeah. I loved it. Uh, Fallen Order, yes. Pokemon. Uh, what else, what else, what else? So we had Fallen Order, we had Pokemon. Um, Outer World. Outer World. Uh, there was... I want to say that we got, uh, like, there were a bunch of Switch games that came out that I just haven't had a chance to touch. Um, there was uh, there was an RPG, Fire Emblem, Three Houses. Yeah, I've heard great things about uh, yeah, it. Yeah, I liked it. I, I haven't played it. It's um, pretty good. Also, there were, like, a lot of, it felt like a lot of revival for a lot of classic games. So sure. I I know, Sp- I want to say Spyro came out la- last year, 2018, and sort of the Crash game. But it seems like they're still getting a lot of love this year. Yeah. Until, I guess, recently, though, the Crash Band... Not recently, but... More recently than it was released, uh, Crash Team Racing got a little flack for doing microtransactions now, which... Guys, gamers... Or, not gamers, game developers, stop doing that. It makes your game suck. Okay? Let it give us the option, yes. If it's there, give us the option. But don't make these things to where... That's a necessity. Yeah, like, come on. I'm not going to play 400 hours to unlock a character. But I'm also not going to pay you $9.99 for one character. Yeah. Um, And I'm actually worried that that microtransaction thing might come into play in a lot of upcoming video games. I think now that... Like, more and more games have gotten flack for microtransactions. Developers might want to shy away from that more. Hopefully. But I mean, some of, the, some of them might still go for it because they just want money. Don't get me wrong. There are some situations where a microtransaction, or not necessarily a microtransaction, but, like, little things of DLC, I totally understand. But don't make it to where, you know, you can grind several hundred or thousand hours or pay nine ninety nine. That's just freaking ridiculous. Like, if you want to give me something special for $9.99, give me, like, a bonus mission or something, like, that I can't necessarily grind for, but also not something that I need to buy in order to complete the game. Yeah, I'm, I agree with that. And, again, that's that's one of the reasons why I started kind of shying away from some of the more popular games is because I didn't want to deal with it. It is, it, it is like a a drain financially sometimes when you deal with like microtransactions and DLC like that. Oh yeah. That's why like I'm I'm not against them. I just want to make sure they're worth it. Oh yeah, no, I agree. 
Like, if it's a full-on DLC expansion of the game itself, like something yeah. totally new that's not in the game you can't get normally, then I'll, I'll probably play it. Well, I guess uh, Inquisitor Martyr has a DLC that's already out for PC, but not for um, uh, console. console yet, and it is a standalone expansion, so you don't even need the game to play it. Huh. Um, and it adds... Uh, Tyranid enemies, which if anyone knows what Warhammer 40k is, you know what Tyranids are. Um, so it adds Tyranid enemies and a new class. Uh, and I think that somebody was telling me it was 20 bucks, which... That's not bad. You're at it, it's a stand, you don't need the game to actually play it. Oh, if you, then if you don't need the game, that's like a mini game of itself mm-hmm. for 20 bucks. Yeah, but if you have the game, it, it, it is an expansion onto that game, so honestly, when that comes out for console, I'm gonna buy it. And... and <laughs> I know that Inquisitor Martyr's kind of an old game now, relatively. I think it's about two years old now, or a year and a half old. Dude, I'm still playing Star Wars The Republic, and that's like yeah. nine years old. I still play Spyro, and that's, you know, childhood we, for me. We don't need to talk how yeah, old that is. how old that is. Um, a Pokemon. I mean, that has just universal appeal. Yeah, of course. Well, it's Pokemon. Pokemon's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, again, I just kind of worry a little bit about the whole microtransaction. You know, if you're going to sell me a game for 60 bucks, sell me the game for 60 bucks. Don't make it to where it's like... I'm going to sell you this for 60 bucks, and if you want the rest of it, here's another 20 bucks I'm going to need. Yeah, oh. Oh, and you also want that, so that's another $15. Yeah. Oh, you want this character? That's another $20. Oh, this yeah. premium content? nine ninety nine. Yeah. my friend. I do understand some of the... And this this is might be, like, uh, a little contested. Some people might... This is gonna be this is gonna be a little uh, controversial. Controversial. Um, I don't mind when games come out with the game, premium game, and like the gold game, kind of like some Xboxes do that, like you know, first day release game type thing. Oh yeah, where you pay more, but like you get the DLC as it comes out. Yeah, I've I've I did that with Dragon Ball Xenoverse too. Okay, yeah. See, like. I don't mind that. However, I'm not going to do that for every game I buy. Oh yeah, absolutely not. Otherwise, I'd just be buying way less games, and I am I ain't about to do that. Yeah, uh, like Forza does it, um, and I still have not bought one of their premium game, uh, just because. Why am I going to spend a hundred dollars on this game for the DLC when half of it I don't necessarily want? Um, but I understand it. Uh, <clears throat> so real quick, when I, before we sign off. Um, are there any games that maybe you think for the new year that I should check out, uh, for going into the new year, something that I should start playing? I mean, do you want like an RPG and like an adventure? What kind of thing do you think for your switch, for your Xbox? Uh, give me one for each. All right. For the switch, um, I think I would I would recommend uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Okay, it's a bit of a time sink. It's a basically a JRPG. Oh yeah, those will those will kill your time real quick. Yeah, but it's fun. Okay, yeah. And for the Xbox, so sadly, I think you have like almost no time for any of the Xbox games. Yeah, that's true. But uh, one game I am playing right now, um, I got the new Modern Warfare, because okay, 
like 95% of it was just for the nostalgia. But then I started playing and like four hours passed before I realized it was 3am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, my only problem with Modern Warfare and games like that is I'm not really an online gamer. I don't really play yeah. those uh, online games. And I'm also, I am terrible at first person shooters. I have a Wolfenstein game that I really need to keep playing. But like, I'm just so bad at it. I used to be good at first person shooters and then I got older or something. If you're after like a game that doesn't rely on online as much, mm-hmm. and a game I could help you out with, I would say Borderlands Three. You know, okay, so it's some funny play, Borderlands right? story. I've not played. I did not play any Borderlands games. I know a lot of people who loved it, and uh, my friend Cat Catherine, who we've I've discussed her a few times. Yeah. Um. One day she was live streaming Borderlands. Cat knows that I have. Uh, a uh, Xbox and she was like Brad why don't you hop into my Borderlands game and I was like I don't have Borderlands because she was streaming it getting ready for the new Borderlands 3 to come out like this was months ago and uh, I was like I would but I don't have Borderlands I've actually never played Borderlands she's like well you need to get Borderlands (laughs) like I I don't I don't have the money (laughs) five seconds later a notification goes on my Xbox. Borderlands: The Handsome Collection downloading. That's a good one. And then she just messaged me and it said, "I'm your sugar mama now." <laughs> <laughs> so, I, mean, I I do need to get more into it. Uh, I need to play it a little bit more. But again, I'm kind of like on a little bit of time crunch where I haven't been able to play video games lately. I'm definitely gonna try to start playing a little more for the new year. Um, yeah, a little more relaxing. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, oh, a little action game, huh? Maybe maybe Borderlands isn't the best choice. Oh, I know, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, you know, not focus on that. But you know, why don't we just kind of leave it here? Um, we're gonna be coming out with an episode on what is what is New Year's Day? Is that Tuesday? Wednesday? I, I, I haven't looked at the calendar forever. There's gonna be another episode this week, guys. We're gonna talk about our New Year's resolutions, um, and some of the challenges that we're gonna be doing this year. Uh, right. That we're planning on doing. We haven't had anything concrete. So sort of like a roadmap to what we're going to do. And we will let you know uh, all about that. And again, with any challenges we do, we want you guys to join in and try them with us. Um, but yeah, uh, anything you want to say for the lovely people at home? This is the way. This. Oh, this, that was so cheesy. I regret it. This is the way. <laughs> All right, this is the Super Swole Bros signing out.